Hi, I'm Jenny Copeland. And I'm Valerie Sweeney. And we're co-authors of Drive Through Success. Three simple steps to creating a life of happiness and fulfilment. Welcome to our podcast. Okay, welcome everybody to this week's podcast. I'm here with Jenny. Um, and this week's subject is there's no such thing as criticism only feedback, which is, oh, oh, oh. Which is quite an interesting <laughs> one that will ruffle the feathers, I'm sure, I'm sure. When I'm teaching coaching, this is one of the most interesting topics that we get involved in talking about because it, it I just think it takes a bit of time for people to get their head around this notion. Definitely. No such thing as criticism, only feedback. Particularly when you're providing some observational feedback for people, which... Yeah. They're hearing as criticism. Yeah, you get the defensiveness. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think I was, I was telling you a story um, earlier about me, and certainly when I was around about twenty twenty one, being really bad at accepting criticism, um, and becoming very very defensive with it, and having to learn that sometimes that criticism was feedback, might not have been very pleasant, um, but definitely something to to learn from, and yeah. And, it, and once I had, I'm, I'm not 100% great with it even now, but once I had learned to kind of accept that as a as, as feedback, it, it definitely changed the way I, I, I was around people when they were giving me that feedback and that uh, what I perceived as criticism. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think I think what's kind of helpful, I suppose, in terms of developing this as a as a, a habit, you know, secret of success number ten. Mm. For me, I think what it's done in my life more than anything and what I encourage people to think about is, um, and, and you know, if I was going to write the book now, there would be like 21 secrets of success <laughs> or maybe 30 or 50, because a an expression that's come up in my life in the last couple of years, which has been really, really liberating, is the truth will set you free. So for me, I've found myself in a couple of circumstances where I've known the truth it's been clear to me that other people, and it kind of reminds me of that poem, if, you know, um, if you can in deal with the lies of knaves, and I can't recall it precisely, but um, if, if you know the truth, your truth, and you know that other people are expressing a perspective, which is their truth. I think Vary and I talked about this yes. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you did. Um then this this comes all the way around to when people are providing you commentary and telling you what they think. If you choose to hear it as criticism, the likelihood is, is that you will ignore it, you will defend against it, you will effectively go into the I'm right, you're wrong mode. Mm. And what you lose from all of that is the gift of learning. Mm. Yeah, definitely. The gift of learning. And, you know, I, I, again, in, in, in earlier podcasts, I've talked about thinking it was my mission to, you know, heal the world and tell every retailer in the world why they're wrong and I'm right. Every service provider, why the service they're giving me could be better. Mm. And I've now learned to offer a perspective, which is my experience, my truth, but be open to allowing the other person to either learn from what I'm sharing or not. Mm. Yeah. And in doing so, I give myself permission to live to listen to other people's perspective about me and my offering and what I do. But at the same time. Well, or maybe different different circumstances. Okay. So 
Um, if if you came to me and said that we had we met in a networking event and we had a conversation and we had agreed that I would contact you mm-hmm. and by the time you got home there was an email waiting for you and a voice message mm-hmm. and if you phoned me up and said look Jenny you know I know I know we met and I know we agreed we'd follow up but actually I think that was a bit too full on you know at least let, at least let me get home for God's sake you know you're a bit pushy because your experience of me is that I'm too pushy. Somebody else may say, somebody else may contact me and say, wow, that's I've never experienced such a, a, an efficient networker in my life. I love the way you have followed up on our conversation and I'm really keen to talk to you. Same experience, two different perspectives. Yeah. Which one's right, which one's wrong? That's it, <laughs> yeah. They're both right. Yeah. So for each individual, their experience of my follow-up is their truth. So what I get the opportunity to do is reflect and learn. If I if I hear both pieces of feedback as feedback, I can register that one person is finding it a little bit too pushy, is experiencing it as too pushy, and the other person's comfortable. So what I might do is notice that the next time I meet somebody and follow up, I might either wait to see what their response is, or I might say to them, or indeed when we're in the conversation, I might say, I will follow up with you. Um, how long would you like me to leave it? And that would be a lovely open learning question. Yeah. You know, Would you like me to, um, how about if I get in contact with you later today, or would you prefer I leave it till tomorrow? Yes, you're giving choice. Giving choice. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I guess the point here is I'm learning from the initial feedback. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm honing my offering based on the feedback that I've got, rather than, this is what most of us do, rather than somebody saying, oh, yeah, I think you're a bit too pushy, you know, contacting me on the first day. And then I pick the phone up to a friend and say, oh, do you know that person that was at that networking event today? Um... You know, they agreed for me to follow up, and I followed up, and now they're now they're moaning about the fact it was all too soon. Yeah, yeah. What's that about? You know, who do they think they are? <laughs> um, wouldn't want to do business with them anyway. Yeah. And I know we're using a business a business example there, and there are lots of private examples. Yeah. Think about relationships. You know, how many people are finding themselves caught up in the world of modern? Is it even called dating anymore, Gary? <laughs> I don't know. It's been too long. <laughs> As old married people. Um, oh, I wouldn't want to be young now. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know what you're trying to say. Well, what I mean is, I would want to be young. I wouldn't want to be back on the market no, having to no. cope with... Um, I don't even know what they're called. Is it you know, Tinder? Oh, yeah, the online dating sort of yeah, yeah. scene. Yeah. I no, think I'd be trade-in as well. It's like yeah. trade-in, trade-in, <laughs> something like that. So... So it's liberating. Yeah. Yeah. Habit ten is liberating. Because yeah. you, you you're turning you're turning a conversation or you're turning your experience. Mm. And I was thinking about this, you know, you're either turn your if, if your experience is a living hell because you you listen, you know, you kind of hang on people's every word and, and it's true for you, mm. mm-hmm. then Life is, you know, life, life, I suspect life is really, really difficult. And I'm saying I suspect, you know, I know it is because a few years back that was me. Yeah. Whereas 
the, the luxury of being able to be um, present and curious and to listen to conversations and listen to what somebody's trying to tell you. Yeah. And instead of becoming defensive, being really interested in what are what's their meaning, what's their truth, what's their experience, yeah, and what can I do to improve our relationship? Yeah, because it is a, it is a shame that people do shy away from getting feedback and mm-hmm. because they're so worried about what's going to be said. Yep, and all that learning is is, is lost. Yeah. Totally. Well, I, well, I guess people either think there's that they either think they're being kind of disingenuous glory hunters, you know, tell me how good I am, yeah, you know, aren't I wonderful, um, and or they're maybe scared that they're going to hear stuff they don't want to hear, yeah. and they and maybe they won't know what to do with it, yeah. Um, so either way, unless and I, I suppose it's like most things, unless you have real clarity about the value you put on something mm. and therefore um, you invest in the process because you value what you're going to do with the outcome. Yeah. And and I guess part of it would be around how you script the question. Yeah. So if I'm in a friendship and I'm noticing that it's not firing all cylinders then I may well take that person for a coffee and, and have a conversation to say, I'm I'm noticing that our friendship seems to be on a bit of a wobble for whatever reason. And I and I value our friendship enough to want to have this conversation. So if I'm doing something that's disappointing you, I'd really appreciate you telling me. Um if it's something going on in your life that I don't know about, obviously I don't want to encroach any privacy, but I'm here for you. Yeah. So if you want to talk about it, I'm here for you. But either way, I just want you to know that I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. And that in itself is a bit of feedback. Yeah, it's also a skill uh-huh. to be able to say say it like that, you know. But I guess it's when we care enough. Yes, yeah. Because if you didn't care, you wouldn't bother. No, that's true. Or, if you're going to invest in the insecurity of... Oh, they seem to have gone off me, you know. So it's, you know, what have I done? I'm a victim. What have I done wrong? Poor me. You know, because it's all about me then. Yeah. It's not about the other person. No, no. Frame yeah. about yourself. Yeah, and I, th- and I think, I suppose if you have a certain level of self esteem and self confidence, and you know that, I know that everything I do starts from a place of positive intention. Yeah. I know that I screw up about 50% of what I do. You know, because I'm human. I'm saying nothing. Well, you know, I, I start out trying, you know, I, the road to hell is paved with good intention. I start out with good intention and then I, I often find myself halfway down the track thinking, oh, how, you know, what have I done? Yeah. I've overcommitted or I've been too, too whatever. Yeah. And um, and then I I have to find a way back or find a way out from that. But I'm therefore then willing to have those conversations with people to say, where have I gone wrong? Because I know the starting point was good intention, it was well-intentioned. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about just in your, your blog post this week, a bit about you, where you said about uh, blindly continue to do something because, you know, you've not accepted the feedback or you've not 
mm-hmm. listen to feedback or, mm-hmm. or or ask for it, you know. And it's that blindness moving forward that yeah. you, you don't actually know what whether what you how you're what you're doing is being perceived or whatever that is, whether it's in business or whether it's in life. Yeah. You know. So um there's a model and people are interested they go on the uh internet. As I said to my son, you know, go on go on the internet and uh Gary will laugh when he if he listens to this. Um my son Gary. <coughs> so Google Jahari Window. Lots of people will be familiar with Jahari Window. It's a fairly Oh, Gary's shaking his head, so he's <laughs> clearly not familiar with it. And there you go, you see, I shouldn't presume anything. I've, I've worked in my industry for about 40 years now, so things that to me seem fairly obvious can be new to other people, so I should be careful of that. That's nice feedback, Gary, you're shaking your head there. Um, but Jahari Window is a model that shows us that we have these four operating places, and, and one of them is our um, arena, so it's you know it, about me and I know it about me because we talked about it and we both know that we know the information. Then there is the facade. So I know what's going on, but I'm wearing a mask and you don't know that what's going on behind that mask. And it might be that you think I'm really confident and actually I'm not, Yeah. but I'm masking that. So it's a facade. Then we have the blind spot and that's the information that you know about me that would be really helpful, but I don't know it. It's my blind spot. And then the last domain is the unknown, is in the unknown. So I don't know it, you don't know it. It could be subconscious beliefs. It could be um, it could be things that have happened in the past. Neither of us know about it. Yeah. And the great thing about... So, so the blind spot is a wonderful place where I can seek to get information around what do you know about me that I don't know? So how am I experienced? Am I... Am I who I think I am? Am I too pushy, too needy, too full-on, too helpful, too nice, too sugary? What information would be helpful for me to know that would enrich my relationships and my business? And the unknown, in a sense, is the, is the domain. Now, coaches operate both in the place of the blind spot, but they're really powerful in the place of the unknown because it's through questioning and it's through... Um, allowing people to tell their story mm. and asking helpful questions that help people start to discover information about themselves that they maybe didn't know. Yeah. And in telling the story, the um, the recall from the past, and, and they can be, they can either be truths or they can be stories that the subconscious is offering up to help provide context and truth. We're all getting a bit deep now um but it but it's why it can be really helpful working with a practitioner yeah a counselor or a coach um or a therapist yeah from a discovery kind of point of view yeah absolutely yeah somebody who's who's interested enough and skilled enough to know what some of the the more helpful questions to ask yeah 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 either way in all of this what we know a couple of things number one is the truth will set you free yeah number two if you embrace the concept of there's no such no such thing as criticism, there's only feedback, you've you will fast forward to the truth. Yeah. Or or a version of the truth, an understanding of the truth that will become empowering and helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And actually in closing, sorry, the probably thing I haven't said is triangulation. So I would say, you know, feedback from one person is interesting. Yeah. Feedback from two people that's consistent is a pattern. Yeah. 
feedback from three people or more that you're willing to trust mm. is triangulated information that probably requires action. Yeah, that's really so, yeah. yeah. And is that all part of the the, the Jahari model? Um, or is that is that a... that would be more the triangulation piece? Would yeah, it would all be part of the feedback principles. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that you'd read that in the Jahari model no. stuff, but it's that associated. Something to go and look at. I've never heard that. Ever. Oh, yeah. There we go. So I think that's probably it for. That's. Yeah, well, we've got time for this week, so thank you very much for that. And thanks, everybody, for, for joining us. And look forward to, to next week's podcast. Thank you. Fabulous. Thank you, Gary. Bye now.